This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. It is time now to turn our attention to the rest of the region. Malaysia's foreign ministry says it has summoned China's envoy to explain an apparent intrusion by 16 air force planes into its airspace. All this after Malaysia's military detected what they call suspicious activity near East Malaysian state of Sarawak. Meanwhile, the country went into a total lockdown yesterday. It faces record COVID-19 cases and announced a 40 billion ringgit stimulus to help the economy during this period. Elsewhere in Thailand, they have announced stimulus measures worth 100 40 billion baht to counter the impact from the nation's biggest COVID-19 outbreak yet. But, uh, you know, all this money that's being pumped in, is it enough to cushion the economic blow? And finally, the Philippines, they are offering some innovative ways to entice people to take a COVID-19 vaccine. What are they? Is it enough to get people to go get vaccinated? Let's find out more. Straight Times Regional Correspondent Leslie Lopez is on the line. Leslie, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Elliot. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good, sir. You, you should be on track to get your first COVID-19 jab soon, yeah? Well, yeah, it's it's coming soon. We we hope we, it'll be within the next one month. Yeah, everywhere yeah. around the world now kind of looking at supply. And then even when you have supply, it's how you roll out. And we'll get into those details in a while. But first, let's talk about Malaysia. Before we talk about MCO 3.0, let's talk about the foreign minister in Malaysia saying he would summon the Chinese envoy over a breach of Malaysia. Malaysian sovereignty and airspace. So what, Some something suspicious spotted in Sarawak, was it? Actually, it was off the water of Sabah. You oh, know, okay. And they, they found flights of Chinese aircraft were detected. Oh, yes. And the Air Defence Centre in Sarawak noticed it. But, you know, it was in the waters of Sabah, actually. Okay. And and what, we, what we're noticing now is that the what's worrying is that, you know, these flights have happened before. But those flights were never done with a large number of jets flying in some kind of tactical formation. That's what's worried everyone. Ah. So, so, and, you know, coming ahead, of, you know, when at the time of a lockdown, a sensitive period for Malaysia. So, you know, I think the government here is going to find out from the, from the Chinese what really were they doing. You know, Chinese, China has come out quickly to say that, you know, its military aircraft was in an ordinary training kind of tactic, and they right. were, you know, they were basically enjoying freedom of all flight in relevant airspace. So, right. you know, the Chinese are saying that, you know, they're strictly about by, by territorial international law, mm. and they're friendly neighbors with Malaysia, and they hope to remain that way. So, I guess there will be some kind of diplomatic posturing in the next few days right. on this, but I don't expect it to become anything, you know. Yeah, it's always sensitive when you talk about airspace. I mean, even here in Singapore yeah. and Malaysia, right? But good, at least we know it's getting somewhere. Now, let's talk about lockdown 3.0 or, or I don't know what point. Oh, for you personally, how's it been, man? Well, you know, actually, it's it's a little more lenient than the when the first lockdown last year. There is limits to movement, what you can do. Shops are closed. A lot of main shops are closed. So I think we they really need to implement this very strictly. You know, we've seen very lax implementation, lax enforcement. You know, like the minister even admitted a couple of days ago that during the Hari Raya break, yeah. there were 
more than 200 families that managed to go back to their hometowns. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm sure the number is a lot higher than that, and we're seeing a lot more clusters. And until you know Malaysians get their act together too, and you know strictly abide by these lockdown rules, we're not going to get anywhere. But you know this this is a juggle with the economic pain ordering Malaysians are going through. You know? So yeah. it really is a toss up. You know it's a really toss up, tough toss up. And question is, can the government do enough to ease that pain? Well, I mean, 40 billion ringgit stimulus and expectations of a 6 to 7.5% growth forecast. I mean, surely at some point they're going to have to review these expectations, but 40 billion, it, right? What, what is the sentiment? Is that enough? I mean, what does the public or what do businesses feel about it? 40 billion figure, roughly about 13 billion Singapore dollars, may appear sizable for the two week lockdown. But in, re- in reality, only roughly 5 billion ringgit or about six, 1.6 billion Sing dollars will be in the form of direct fiscal injection to other relations. You know, this works out to about 0.3% of GDP. So it's really not going to make a dent. It's also half the amount of the previous 11 billion that the government offered in, in March to support the economy. Mm. So I don't think it really is going to be enough. Well, and, and, but at the same time, too, the government simply can't afford it. You know, yeah. Its own finances are stretched. So the real question is going to be how do Malaysians going through this economic pain demonstrate those sentiments in the coming days? This is something I think we need to watch because this economic pain is real. Yeah. You, know, there, you know, we can see, you know, even in Twitter sphere, a lot of the, the what's trending, you know, hashtags like, Kerajaan gagal, which means government has failed. You know, this is something that we've never seen before. Clearly, there is anger out there. So it's something that's worth keeping a watch on. It's impossible questions to answer, man. Thailand, they also approved the set of economic stimulus measures worth 140 billion, but there was a poll that showed a lot of Thais unhappy with the government's handling of the coronavirus in the country. A little bit about this package and how that's going to help the country. I mean, the tourism sector is something they heavily depend on. That's very, very damaged right now. It is. You know, these, the, the aid package will include cash handouts to welfare cardholders, special groups, cash rebates. Like Malaysia, how far they go really is left to be seen. You know, Thai government officials are saying that the economy may not return to pre-pandemic growth levels until early 2023. So that shows you the, the extent of the kind of damage the COVID crisis actually has brought on the economy. So are we looking at tough times, I think, in Thailand too? You know, this unhappiness among ordinary Thais is not going to go away. And I think, you know, these are something, these are things that the governments now will must have to, must deal with, you know, and confront with. Okay, in Philippines, and, and final question for you, Philippines, uh, the mayor of a farming town north of Manila is doing something quite unique. He's promising to raffle a cow each month, whilst Metro Manila is raffling off 25 kilograms of rice to entice people to get vaccinated. So I go get my shot, I get a packet of rice to bring back home. Wait, why are people not, Going simply for safety. Well, Rice is supposed to help. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is that I think finally there's a nice story here to, to talk about. You know, uh, first of all, I think, you know, governments are, are trying to, you know, get people out there, 
to get vaccinated, you know, but there's so much of so much of misinformation about vaccines, yeah, yeah. you know, and I think that needs to be overcome. And in places like this, where you know, you know, poverty is rampant, I think giving out these kind of of these kind of you know handouts is a good idea. And the Philippines, we know it, the people of Philippines love the game of chance, mm-hmm. and this is like you know just taking a gamble, right? You know, you might walk away with a cow, you might, you know, which is worth a lot of money. Yeah. And, you know, these areas are also farming areas, you know, so cow kind of fits into that people that need. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's, if it helps get these areas where there will, the so-called herd immunity, I think it's all well and good. You know, it's money well spent, actually. There's a whole new meaning to herd immunity when everyone walks home yeah. with a cow, yeah? Exactly. <laughs> Straight Times Visual Correspondent Leslie Lopez on the line with me. Leslie, appreciate your time. You take care and stay safe, yeah? Thank you, man. Thank you. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.